0: Hi guys, I hope you're doing well. Welcome to Mummy Memoirs podcast first ever episode. It's your girl Cheryl here, founder and host of Mummy Memoirs, the podcast that encourages and empowers mothers from all walks of life, giving you real, raw and authentic conversations about motherhood every week. In today's episode, I'll be speaking about Falling pregnant at 22, becoming a single mother at 23 and the challenges I faced being a single, full-time working mother. So if you're ready to hear my story, stay tuned. Let me start by formally introducing myself. My name is Cheryl, as you've heard, and I'm 26 years old. I'm a mother to a beautiful, confident, and sassy three-year-old daughter. Hello, guys. Welcome to Mummy Memoirs. I'm the mayor. Thank you for listening, Mummy Memoirs. It's actually so rewarding, you know, watching her grow. Like, she literally does something new each and every day. And I'm sitting there thinking, hold on, when did you learn that phrase? Or when did you learn how to do that? I'm sure a lot of you mothers can relate to this. So as my podcast will focus on all things motherhood, I sat down and really thought about what does it mean for me to be a parent? Like, what does it truly mean to me to be a mother to my daughter? For me, being a mother means giving unconditional love, being selfless and always putting the needs of my daughter before my own, even if it means sacrificing my own wants and needs. I have to be a role model to her I have to juggle all these different responsibilities I'm constantly learning about my daughter and encouraging her to always be the best version of herself she honestly and truthfully is my greatest gift and I just thank God each and every day for blessing me with her and for trusting me a whole Cheryl, you know, to be her mother. So the first topic that I'm going to speak about is falling pregnant at 22. So obviously from the title, as you can guess, I was 22 and I fell pregnant with my daughter. I met her dad at work, we worked together in the same workplace. When I started at that job, I actually was in a relationship, funny story, wasn't really funny at the time obviously but um i was in a relationship with someone else that i was with i think for about a year or so before obviously when i met my daughter's dad initially like we could tell that there was a lot of chemistry there and that we got on well we had a lot in common and obviously we were working together day in day out um so with time like it grew into a friendship first of all and with time we got closer and i kind of realized at that point that okay the relationship that I was in wasn't really going anywhere don't get me wrong that relationship had its own issues but um my daughter's dad was a contributing factor to that so yeah I ended that relationship I didn't get with my daughter's dad straight away okay guys I know how it sounds but don't judge okay chill out just listen to the rest of the story literally, it was like a a couple of months before we became like official, like an official couple after I ended my relationship. Fairly quickly after we became official, like an official couple, we fell pregnant with my daughter. I'd say about four to five months in. The pregnancy wasn't planned and we weren't actively trying to prevent it. So we weren't planning to have a baby together, but we weren't being responsible to stop it from happening if that makes sense um in terms of his reaction he his reaction when we first first found out I took the test when I was actually with him I think he even suggested that I take the test um because I was having really really bad cramps but his reaction was actually very calm he was actually folding clothes at the time he reacted in a positive way he was very su- supportive of me He kind of was like, okay, we're in this together. We'll figure this out together. And that was really reassuring for me at the time. Neither of us had any clue of what to expect because neither of us had children. Um, And we were both quite young. So kind of said to ourselves, okay, we're in this together and we're gonna kind of see it through. That was our mindset back then. He was great throughout my pregnancy. He was he was really hands-on, very supportive, and he did his best to make sure that I was happy. So throughout those nine months, you know, everything was, was fairly good. I mean, there were issues obviously that were cropping up, but overall I'd say in terms of how we were before we had my daughter, we were great. And then when I was pregnant, we were also great. But then I'd say towards the end of my pregnancy, there was a lot of pressure that was building up to the point that led to me then becoming a single mother at 23. I know you're sitting there, and you're probably thinking, well, if he was so great and he was so supportive and all of that, then how did you not break up? And I can only speak from my perspective. I can't speak from for his, but for me, I feel that the pressure of becoming parents to a newborn baby when we were quite young ourselves and... I don't feel like our relationship had developed enough, it wasn't strong enough to um, withhold having a child as well. So managing like a romantic relationship and also becoming new parents was a lot for us and it put a big strain on our relationship. I'd also say that family, there was a lot of, I don't wanna say a lot, but there there was family drama going on at the time. And it also added a bit of a strain on our relationship. Didn't help the situation, so ultimately we did break up. Um, I feel as well, thinking about it, when a woman has a child, well, let me speak for myself. When I had my daughter, I felt this big weight, all these weights on my shoulders and Like, I was required to do most of the nurturing, the caring for the baby. I was breastfeeding and breastfeeding was another struggle for me. I don't know how many of you mothers have experienced the struggle with breastfeeding, like getting the baby to latch on. It's not an easy process, like what you see on TV or what you might see with other mums. So that was completely new to me. You know, I just felt a big, a lot, a lot of pressure, being a new mom, having to nurture this baby, having to breastfeed and all of these things. Now, don't get me wrong. I know fathers also play a huge role when babies are born. But initially, from my experience, the woman was like me. I was the main nurturer and the caretaker of the baby on top of that when you have a child your hormones are literally all over the place all over the place so my mood would go up it'll go down it'll go up it'll go down like I was I wasn't in even in control of it and I don't looking back I don't even think I realized when my mood was up when my mood was down like it just seemed normal to me at the time. It's weird to say. On top of that, I also remember there was one day that we went to see a health visitor for one of the checkups for my daughter. And um, the health visitor said, that, oh, my daughter still hasn't put on weight from since the last checkup. And at that, in that moment, I just remember sitting there and thinking, okay, I'm doing something wrong. Why is my daughter not putting on weight? I'm failing as a mom. There was all these thoughts going through my head but at the same time i was also trying to hold everything in and i wanted to appear strong like that's my personality i like to always appear strong and i don't really like to share what's going on inside of my head but i knew that the health visitor was picking up on my energy she could sense it and just by her asking me is everything okay like are you feeling okay how are you feeling I wanted to burst into tears i could just feel it but obviously i didn't i held i held it in and i couldn't even explain why i felt those tears if i'm being honest but it was it was it was a lot it was a lot to deal with so you can just imagine becoming a a young mom nurturing a baby when you don't have a clue what to do as a as a new mom trying to breastfeed my daughter's not putting on weight feeling like I'm failing, all of these feelings that were going on for me. It was just a lot. And it put a strain on our relationship, as I said, in addition to some other factors. And I just remember sitting there. There was one day I just sat home and I was thinking to myself, they actually make motherhood look so easy on social media, like on Instagram, on the Daily Mail. I read the Daily Mail. Like, they all make it appear one way but in reality I was thinking this is not what I expected at all but luckily I did get into the swing of things and um, my daughter started to latch on with the breastfeeding it was actually a very enjoyable period breastfeeding my daughter once she did start latching on and she was putting on weight it felt like a big achievement for me like oh I've achieved this now my daughter's putting on weight And yeah, it was just a rewarding feeling for me. So just to go back, um, ultimately our relationship did end. I think we broke up when my daughter was about three to four months old. And if I'm being honest, obviously my daughter's three years now, it's been an up and down journey, like an uphill journey. I'm sure for most mums out there that are co-parenting with the father of their child, you probably understand maybe what I'm talking about but there are good times and then there's not so good times because obviously you have to agree on things um but both of us the one thing that we can always agree on is that we are focused on raising a happy smart loving strong independent child and as long as we both keep that as our main focus then that's what's driving us forward if that makes sense I will delve into my co-parenting experience in some more detail in another episode. But that was just to summarize how I became a single mom at 23. It was a a difficult period in my life. Final thing that I'm going to touch on in this episode is the challenges that I faced being a single full-time working mother. So I'm actually gonna go back before I became a single mother. The first challenge that I actually faced was falling pregnant when I had just landed a new job. I can't remember the dates correctly, but I believe that I fell pregnant after I had gone for an interview Essentially, they had offered me the job, and I had accepted it. So I already knew, okay, I'm going to start this job in September, and then I fell pregnant, and it wasn't like I said, it wasn't planned. So there's there's so many feelings that I was experiencing when I fell pregnant. But a big feeling was a, anxiety. I was feeling a lot of anxi- anxiety, can't even say the word. <laughs> I was really overwhelmed because I was thinking, I've just started this new job. It's a bit embarrassing to start a new job and then tell them that, oh, I fell pregnant. I didn't really, I didn't know the people that I was going to be working with. I'd only met my boss when I went for my interview, but I didn't really know his personality or how he'd react, that sort of thing. I mean, obviously he can't react in a negative way, but it is an inconvenience because they spent this money, they've hired me and now I'm coming to say, oh, I'm pregnant, I won't be here for the full year as you were expecting. So I was, it was a lot of anxiety that I was feeling. I remember I used to sit at home and I'd actually write down what I was gonna say to him because I wanted to make sure that I came across professional. I also wanted to make sure that I came across sincere and I wanted to make sure that I said the right thing So I wrote it down a few times. I think I was practising it in my head. And there was one day I was building it up, building it up. I think at this point I was about five months pregnant. And I was so lucky because I did not show until, I think, about six months. And even at six months I was still very small. So you wouldn't even have thought I was that far along. So I was able to actually hide it the first five months and I was working there and i i sat there and i was like okay today's the day i had been putting it off for so long i literally sent an email and i was like good morning um could you just let me know when you're available to have a quick chat And he literally came into my room, like, within minutes of me sending that email. And I was sitting there thinking, oh, he's very busy today. When he gets a chance, he'll respond to my email. Let me know his availability. And then we'd have a chat. But he literally came within a few minutes of me sending that email, sat down, was like, hey, Cheryl, so what did you want to talk about? And my heart was beating so fast. It was beating, 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 beating. And I... I I essentially I said what I had written down and had practiced at home and he was shocked, but he congratulated me. And luckily for me, he had recently just had a child himself with his wife. So he was understanding and he knows children are blessings either way. So he was understanding. He was supportive. He was actually quite thankful because I still gave him enough notice to find someone to replace me for maternity, my maternity leave and um, so it worked out fine but I'm just saying that the anxiety that I was feeling in the lead up was a lot it was a lot but once I got it over and done with I was able to enjoy sort of just relax a bit and enjoy the rest of my pregnancy so that was one challenge that I experienced being a mum before I even had given birth being a full-time working mother I worked full time all the way up until I think it was a week before my due date. That's when I took my maternity leave. Obviously when you take maternity leave, they count it from the first day. So if I took my maternity leave earlier and my baby didn't come say like to a month later, then that month would still be part of my maternity leave. So I wanted to make sure that I used my maternity leave for when the baby actually had arrived. So I worked up until a week before my due date. She came a bit early, actually. She came a bit earlier than my due date. I'll go into my labour story again in a separate um, episode. I was on maternity leave for about six months. So I returned to work when my daughter was six months. And now going back, because I had fallen pregnant when I had just got a new job, even though I told my boss and everything was okay, by contract I wasn't entitled to like the full salary that you get when you're on maternity leave because I hadn't been working there long enough. I had left my previous job and then got this job, fallen pregnant after I got the job so it was a bit of a difficult situation for me. Luckily I had quite a bit of money saved up at the time and obviously her dad was helping me as well but it was a difficult time for me and I knew that I was going ahead with the pregnancy a little bit uncertain of my finances but I worked through it and found a way and it all worked out perfectly but obviously because I wasn't getting full maternity pay that was also part of the reason why I went, to, I went back to work when my daughter was six months old. I also had family to support me um, to help look after my daughter for childcare when I returned to work. And if anyone that knows me knows that I am quite hardworking, I do like to work, I like to keep busy, I like starting new projects and, you know, getting involved and always seeking for promotions and doing the next big thing, that's sort of my, that's always been me. So when I returned back to work, it was daunting. I had a lot of anxiety again when I had to return to work and I had to leave my daughter, even though I knew I was leaving her in safe hands, like leaving your child for the first time, especially because I was going back full time. I was there for the whole day. It was a lot. It was a lot for me. And I wasn't expecting how tired I would feel returning to work full time with um, a six month old because at the time I was still breastfeeding my daughter so you need to imagine I would have to wake up super early I'd have to get myself ready then I'd have to wake up the baby get her ready get her dressed and make sure her bag's packed um, I think I would give her a morning feed so I'd breastfeed in the morning make sure I've got my stuff all together then I'd go and drop her off then I'd drive to work and I'd usually be stuck in traffic get to work be there for the day. Um, then when I finish stuck in traffic again, go and pick her up. And when I get home, I have to bath her. I've got to feed her. I was breastfeeding when I got home. Spend a bit of time with her because obviously I was working. So I still want to spend time with my baby. She was still young, only six months. So I spend time with her. And then I needed to make sure I was prepared for the next day at work. So it was like an ongoing cycle. So initially it was a lot. I was drained. I was knackered. And I don't actually know how I got through it. It's by the grace of God that I got through that. Because without him, honestly, I don't know how I would have done it otherwise. But found a way, got through it. And I'd I'd say within a few months, I can't say how many months, I adjusted into the routine. Don't get me wrong. I was always looking forward to my weekends because I knew on my weekends I could have a little bit of a lie in. I didn't get much of a lie in because when you have a little baby, you know they wake up at random hours. But it was I got a little bit more sleep than what I was getting during the week. My hard work definitely paid off though. So it was I definitely looking back, I don't regret going back to work full time because within that first year of returning back to work, I got a promotion, which was a big achievement for me. And it just, I just proved to myself, you know, that I'm a good multitasker and that I can do anything that I put my mind to. So that was a big achievement for me. And looking back, like I said, for me, I don't regret going back full time, even though it was hard. It was hard. But you know, something great came out of it. I got a promotion at work and I was able to juggle everything in the end. In the long run, I was able to juggle juggle everything. So that was a nice positive to returning back to work. When I look back now and think about falling pregnant at 22, becoming a single mother at 23 and facing all those challenges um, of being a single full-time working mum, I would not change anything that I've gone through because it's all led me to the point that I'm at now. And I'm so thankful for all the support that I received from my family. Like it's actually true what they say that it takes a village to raise a child because I wouldn't I wouldn't be where I'm now if it wasn't for my family, if it wasn't for the support that I received. And I'm just so grateful for everyone that supported me. I'm so grateful that I was able to self-discipline myself, to put my head down and to know where I was and to know where I wanted to be at that time and to get there, to achieve the promotion at work, to be able to work full time, to be able to to get through um, not having maternity pay and somehow managing to provide for my child like all those things those are all achievements and I don't take them light-heartedly I honestly do look back and think right I, I went through a lot and I got through it and I'm sure a lot of you mums that are listening to this podcast you've gone through your own journeys initially when you became single mums and you just need to look back. Sometimes just take a minute to reflect and look back at where you were and how far you've come and just think, I did that. Like, I did that while having a child, you know? Us mums, we're superheroes, you know? Like, honestly, we are superheroes. If someone doesn't tell you you're a superhero, you tell yourself you're a superhero. But I've also definitely learned as well that, you know, it's okay to ask for help. Even though I say to myself, okay, Cheryl, you are a superhero, like you're doing all these things, you're doing all these amazing things, you're raising a beautiful, young, intelligent daughter who's happy and couldn't want for nothing. I also need to remember that it's okay to ask for help and that I can't do everything on my own. And it doesn't make me a bad mom for asking for help sometimes. If anything, it makes me stronger and braver to be able to ask for help to know okay i need help in this area to make sure that my child's needs are met if i'm not able to to stretch myself thin across everything but to also know that i am capable of doing a lot you know it's just it's so rewarding it's honestly so rewarding that was today's episode and honestly i'd love to hear from you guys to see if you have had any similar experiences to the ones i've shared today or if they're different i'd still love to hear what your experience um was becoming a single mom feel free to share with me um Like I said, this podcast, I really want it to create an open dialogue for us moms and we should be open and be able to share what we've gone through and how we overcame certain things and how we've got to where we are today. Make sure to stay tuned. In next week's episode, I'll be speaking on the sacrifices we make as mothers and learning to forgive yourself. If you like what you heard in today's episode, be sure to leave a review and follow for free on Spotify. Also, follow my Insta page at Mummy Memoirs Podcast.